I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, soul light. <laughs> hey, hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Okay, I am getting my um, little decaf cappuccino here. Actually, kind of a latte. Um, ooh, I just disappeared. That's what I get for multitasking. Is the chat back? Or did you never leave? Is everybody there in the chat? All right, so lights, uh, if you're in the chat, hello. Good to see you. Good to connect with you. And as always, hope you're shining that bright light of yours. Um, if you have questions, comments, um, you want a reading, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad. Very important to press 1. Um, I sometimes miss people because um, they don't press 1, and then I don't know that they want to get on air. But sometimes I'll pick up anyway. Jay Stylin, just getting in on my phone. Getting in on my phone. Okay, cool. So uh, 347-539-5122 is the phone number. El numero. Um, yeah. Okay, so let me just get my, to warm it up. Out for a walk. Boy, I'm really feeling this Uranian energy. I love it. Now, I natally <laughs> have Uranus conjunct my uh, Mercury in Leo. That's why I need editors all the time because, well, having guides, group energies coming through me, channeling source, spirit, God, whatever, and then working with, you know, group beings, energies, um, a lot comes out. It's gotten better over the years of synthesizing, but I really have good people around me that are like, hmm. Let's see. We could say that in two sentences instead of 12, Michelle. <laughs> anyway, and um, which I didn't know. Um, it's good for channeling. It's good for channeled info, higher insights, um, sudden work, bursts. I kind of work in bursts with things, with projects and things. Do a lot and little, pull back, whatever. So I'm wondering if you're feeling this energy as well if you're feeling this energy uh shift so um a few things before we get to dive in well let's talk about our guest today author of activate your cosmic dna eva marquez and um fellow starseeds i'm excited to chat with her there's more starseeds coming out of the woodwork 
and um, I don't want to sound ancient, but in my day, that's what I was in my day. No, I just remember. I mean, being more conscious on a path. I mean, it actually was a little more interesting in a way because you had to really follow the breadcrumbs. Like, there's so much out on the internet, the interweb, you know, or right now, especially since 2011, uh, and then of course the last few years. But you know, you had to. Um, I don't know. In a way, it's in a way. In some ways, it's a. It's interesting because you'd have experiences. Like I first found out I was a starseed at age eight. I had visions. My guides came to me. I, you know, I had all kinds of paranormal experiences growing up, psychic experiences, uh, experiences of all levels. Some kind of scary um, from the astral plane. Visitations. Uh, yes, actually, visitations and even being. Uh, beamed up <laughs> into a spaceship and losing uh, time. Uh, so anyway, all kinds of interesting things. And But back in the day, you'd have these things happen, and there was no book. You, you know, there was nobody, you know, I shared it with some people. Um, my mom knew some things. Some of you heard me talk about her. She more opened up to me about things of metaphysical and occult as she was crossing over. I'd say the last few years of her life because she was sick and then got better. And she, she died a few times, came back. Finally, the doctors are like, your mom is on her own timeline. I mean, my mom was very strong, you know, very dysfunctional, but also very enlightened. That was her role here because we've done some work on the um, interplane, and she brought me the near-death experience. Uh, that was one of my near-death experiences. I had one at four. But she – Man, she was strong. She's like, well, I don't want to die now. She she wanted to buy us all uh, TVs and then buy us this, or you need this for your house. You need this for your apartment. Um, then she's like, well, I don't want to die. My mom, it's my mom's birthday. I don't want to die. <laughs> oh, my mom died on this day. I don't want to die on this day. Then she wanted to get her, go get her hair done. There's certain things she <laughs> She was like, and let me tell you, being, you know, ambulance coming to the house, resuscitate dying actually pronounced dead and then boom rise like the phoenix in the um you know uh what do you call it uh, icu rise like a phoenix so finally the doctors are like you know what we cannot say we can't give you a diagnosis of you know how much longer she has so i have to look up and see where her pluto is because a lot of times people that have very strong pluto influence because pluto is about regeneration they do tend to go through a lot of things and then just rise like the phoenix. You're like, oh, God, they're down for the count. Nope, here they are, you know, or crashes in income. Boom, back again. But we did talk a bit about stuff, and it, I found things hit or miss. I had to go to the library. How I knew to ask astral projecting, not on purpose, I just started having all these experiences around between age eight to 10, and then around 11, I had some visitations from the Virgin Mary, other light beings, and then I started doing astral projection around 13 or 14. Somehow I knew to go to the library. You know, our, we're always being guided. I went, I remember looking through books, and then I got this book on astral projection, because I guess I described it, it described it. I go, oh, my God, that's what I'm doing. And then I started doing it consciously, and then meditation. And I went to a school, kind of a prep school, where the alternative school, 
in high school, we did yoga and meditation and, you know, my, so my world then kind of exploded, but I still had a lot of answers or questions, right? I had a lot of answers, but I didn't know to what. I had a lot of information from age about four on, a lot of advanced information, but I didn't have any context. And it wasn't until my 20s when I started really deep diving and I had some really good teachers. And again, some of you know the story. That's when my, my first teacher said, yeah, you are a starseed. You're, you're a walk-in. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, oh, my God. I had this dream. I had this vision at age eight. And I'm like, what the hell is a starseed? And I was shown where I came from and I was shown making the decision to come in. And I'm like, you know, so we find our teachers even back in the olden days. <laughs> I mean, my God, what did people do before then? I guess it was, you know, really, I guess that's why the ancients, it was all, you know, lip to ear, that metaphysical occult principle. If you have the ears to hear, the eyes to see, the psychic ears, hearing and seeing from the third eye, other dimensional hearing. And, you know, and still there is a lot of occult or advanced occult and advanced metaphysical information that isn't yet out there. Um, and at all or enough, and part of that is is we can only expand or expand in consciousness since we're all interconnected in this unified field, energy and consciousness. We can only extend or expand, even though we can a lot, but to the degree of the prevailing energy pattern, right, the prevailing vibrational frequency. So there's only so much. So we're still kind of all interconnected and tied together, you know. So this is why there's the acceleration is happening in the awakening process because more people are awakening in all areas of life. You hear it everywhere, spiritual awakening, soul awakening, financial awakening, awakening in politics, awakening of the nation, soul of the nation, soul of business, um, you're here awakening in the health field. You know, I had a, my own awakening about my life or my finances, or uh, there's an awakening coming, you know, in the world about how people live and work. There's an awakening, you know, the truck drivers in Canada and across the country having awakening and don't, you know what I'm saying? And that's the converging flow that started in 2005. Everything happening all at once, the building up, the breaking down, the resistance, the opening to, they're all aspects of this awakening ascension process so you can start feeling the energy especially between next year it's going to really heighten you know and extend expand into 2025 we've got some major shifts that are going to be very impacting collectively environmentally politically in all systems and in the individual um, next year, as Pluto goes into Aquarius, that's where you're going to see more of the individual empowerment and awakening. And some of it's going to come out of – some of it's hardship, hard not, but some of it is just, whoa, the mask came off. Whoa, the blindfold came off. Or, oh, whoa, I see it now. And in, in this awakening and this creative flow of empowerment, like, wow, I got to do something. I got to create something here. I got to get with others and create. We got to band together. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing what we're, you know, awakening to. Um, some people got remembering. I always used to use the hashtag, remember who you are. 
it is a remembering, but it is still an awakening in consciousness. There is an evolutionary process. I mean, at the one hand, we're already awake, fully awake, aware, whole, perfect, and complete. But on this dimension, it, there is this exponential chronological blossoming, just like nature, where something is seeded, it sprouts, it begins to grow, there's blossoms and blooming, you know, and then the cycle again. And, that, and that's, you know, it's said God is learning. It, it, it's the experience and expression of the life force animating energy or source or God or the all that is. It's the questions and the, and the answers being played out. And that's what we do on this dimension. This is, you know, the only dimension that has this type of game on the earth plane. Um, this type of up and down energy and motion, opposition, resistance, you know, it, it's a very interesting dimensional aspect, you know, of our being. All right, going to get to callers, 347-539-5122. First, I want to give a shout out to um, Tunisia for the super thanks on my YouTube channel. I changed the name again, Soul Insight and Tarot with Michelle Mache. I put Michelle Mache because a lot of people, you know, search a lot of awakenings listeners you know so i don't know i'm feeling things out i'm expanding some stuff on youtube i'm actually having fun doing these little shorts tuning in for people and, and doing these little shorts so um if you haven't yet please subscribe get the notification on my channel and also in the comments I don't know if you can send me messages there. I'm still kind of new to there. I only used YouTube for many, many years since I started this Awakenings podcast, kind of to house videos, you know, and now I'm kind of more, you know, engaged with it and playing with it. So let me know what – pick a card you want to see, any topics, any conversations, uh, what kind of shorts you want. I'll tune in. You know, I'll do it. I love doing that. Um also, some of you have connected with me on Instagram. Please, if you haven't yet, come connect with me on Instagram. Say hi. Uh, give a follow. And also, let me know there how you're doing. Because Instagram, I get to see a face. I love that. We can connect more. Uh, I also want to give a shout-out to Inner Shanti. Uh, thanks for the inspired words. And all of you that have – I know I'm missing a lot of people. I just kind of at the last minute wanted to connect in. But anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you, those of you that have been leaving inspirational and, you know, comments, sharing, um, those of you that have been letting me know how you're doing, those of you that have been encouraging me in my readings, those of you that have joined me on Patreon, we're having so much fun, and I love hearing back from you. I've been giving the Patreon Soul Path community, you know, weekly, biweekly, monthly spiritual growth work, homework kind of stuff to do to help focus for these new changes. Um, and, of course, I love connecting with all of you that join me uh, for the monthly meetup that we do also. Got queen in the house in the sacred space of empowerment, sacred room of empowerment. Hello, queen. Jay Stylin, hello, everyone getting in the chat. Let me know how the sound is also. Okay, I think that's it. I think we're going to get to readings now. Uh, 347-539-5122. Two, two. 
is the phone number, 347-539-5122. Please press one on your keypad to get on air. Oh, and let everybody know that there is a bit of a delay with this mic. Oh, sounds good. Thanks, Jay. Um, there is a little bit of a delay with the guests and with the callers. Thank you, Queen, for letting me know. So just know that. All right, was on our first call. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, this is Carla. Thank you for taking my call. Um, hi, Carla. I was just, hi. Um, can I just have like a general, whatever you pick up for me, the energy in the coming couple of weeks or so? Yeah, I'd like people to ask a question because then they're really invested. Okay. Kind of. It, okay. Yeah. Sometimes um, the general comes through too, but let's just see what, what what's been what's on your mind. The reason that you dialed in, punched oh, in, so many things, in. so many things, <laughs> a lot of things. We'll just start with um, one. And we'll, let's see where we go. Okay. Um, relationships, I guess, just in general. That's what I thought. I'm rolling my astro dice. Guess what I got? What? Just for the heck of it. North Node and Capricorn in the seventh house, seventh house of relationships and other people. What I'm getting with this, Carla, is caution, but it's more reserve or pace yourself getting out there again. It's, it's, there's this movement on a soul level to partner or repartner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've gone through a lot. There's been a, you know, in the relationship. How does it feel work? There's some, maybe some misunderstanding or something going on just with relationship in general, whether it's in a work or environment and in the personal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you are being guided by your soul to start extending your energy out more and more. And that is, mm-hmm. and just get out and about, do things, treat yourself someplace a restaurant, a gallery opening, a museum, something. And because it is preparing you for relationship is what I'm hearing, a partner, a one-on-one committed relationship. So I definitely feel that you are going to be meeting someone. It could very well be. I don't feel it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, actually, I already have someone in my life. Um, It's just not a formal, it's not. Like a legal. Oh, well, maybe it's going more to, well, yeah. maybe that's the Capricorn then saying the wait. Are you wanting more from this individual? No, not necessarily. Um, other relationships and um, that I was actually thinking about. I'm family. Like the work or friends, people around Work, you. friends, because yes, absolutely. Work, friends, it's everything. Yeah. That's why I said there's like so much involved in this um uh, well, that's why I guess about... the guidance is saying is bringing up the work. The I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. You can you can re-listen to. It. There's something with your also with your current partner. You may mm-hmm. not be yet seeing it or wanting to see it, but there is some kind of something you're feeling that you're not getting. There's some level of not totally fulfilled or feeling misunderstood. It's showing to you because I feel in a way you don't want to rock the boat. It's showing up in your, you know, your business or collegial or uh, friends or family. I keep getting community or loose-knit. could even be neighbors. Um, I feel for you, you need to perhaps for time 
extend out more. Do more on your own or by yourself. You need some space or distance from these relationships to not only see them more clearly, but see yourself more clearly to what you really need and want. And this is not going to be a cognitive thinking things out process. This is the kind of thing where you just maybe feel a little restless or maybe you've had a little, you know, misunderstanding or you're questioning something. And instead of thinking about it, you go for a walk, you go to the beach, you go to the lake, you, 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 I don't know, drive someplace, you take yourself to lunch or dinner, you go out, you do something else. And in that space, the insight comes, you know, or you end up meeting someone that you have a great conversation or there's just, even, even if it's just someone in the supermarket or in line or in the market or why there's, there's a flash and there's like an understanding, Oh, this is what I want or what I need. Or, wow. I, I, that, that was a great conversation or, you know, Oh, I laughed. We had a good chuckle about this because there's something you're not seeing about your true needs and wants, or I'm hearing also to tell you your, your next level needs and wants. There's a quality of energy, a quality in relationship, a quality of being that is now coming through you, is unfolding through you. But it's, 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 it, it is you, but it's new to the ego portion of you. you got, see what I'm saying? So you, ha- you have to kind of step back to get a, a, a new viewpoint. Okay, that's the only thing right now that's really going to help going to help you because it this transfer this next level transformation needs to come from you. Like I'm even seeing you want to be out more or do more fun things or interesting things or pro- lighten things up could be mm-hmm. new direction also in work or projects also. There could be something coming up changes yeah. there. Yeah. That's true, both on the work and the personal level. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not getting enough, um, not using my skills enough, and actually I've been spending a lot of time on my own, which is part of the problem. I'm I'm, I'm hoping to meet like-minded people, and it's been challenging, uh, despite my efforts. Uh, so that's. But are you taking uh, are you taking yourself out? What are you doing alone on your own? Okay, like where? Uh, well, I'm um, I'm going to uh, like bookstores and I'm going to just taking walks and uh, spending time in the park. And, you know, just I don't know, just just going out and about in my neighborhood basically. And um, well, that's good, but I want you to extend outside of your neighborhood. I want you to widen it a bit and maybe go to an uh, art opening. Go to yes, yeah, I'm not um, into art. <laughs> I'm not really into a museum, it. go to a restaurant. But see, you're right away shutting it down. I'm not into art. Yeah. The creative but it's true. act, the na- na- <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, the creative aspect of us, which we do find in nature, the soul is, is very much about creativity and self expression. You will get right. uplifted. All the places, because sometimes we do all the right things. But we need to change it up. You see what right. I'm saying? The ego mm-hmm. thinks, okay, I did yoga. I went for a walk in nature. But, but, uh, but the thing is, if, if that's dry, you see, we've been doing it too much. We need to change it up to allow new inf- information through energy, new energy coming in 
gives us new information. That doesn't mean you have to do it all the time, but changing up, following up on a suggestion shifts your energy, you know. Okay. So a lot of times what happens is we get in a rut. We keep doing the same thing over and over thinking, well, I read in the book, walk in nature, journal writing, I go to the spiritual center, I go to this little cafe, I sit here, I do that. But the thing is to allow new insight, new information, and we have to change something in our routine. We have, because the, our routine is a energetic design or matrix of our mind, of what we've been thinking, of what we've been doing. So this is why cleaning out closets on a metaphysical level, moving furniture around, all that helps. But if that's you always been your go-to thing, you need to introduce something else in. So that's what I would suggest to you because there's, it's like I, what I see above your crown chakra, it's like if there's like a big funnel and there's all this, inform, there's all this information or insight that wants to come in, but it's, it's blocked because the view is narrow. You know, the passageway, the funnel is too, is too narrow. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank so you try for it and let us. Mm-hmm. Try it and let us know how it goes. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, Carla. Yeah, you take good care. Bye. Bye. Beautiful. I love that. You know, sometimes, um, and I hope she re-listens to to this. Um, I've had this happen myself, even with readings. Like sometimes I'll look on YouTube and I'll I'll see a certain like reading or even talking, I'm like, no, 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 I already know that. Oh, no, that doesn't, that's not my vibe. And I know now when I say, oh, that's not my vibe, you know, that's too cutesy, you know, no deep information is going to come. I've learned now, press on that video. Boom. There's a major insight for me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, gang. I'm not just... You know, I'm not preaching here. I'm not even teaching. I'm just saying from not only working with thousands of people in this field, um, myself, my own learning, my own growth, that I know now when I'm cutting something off or saying, no, I don't, that's not it, or I already do that, I know now to go, whoop, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Let's see what's going on and check it out. Um, Now, that's not to say if something you already know you don't resonate with or it's like you have really explored that. I guess, you know, it's, it's knowing yourself. But I do know our resistance, it's not only resistance to change, it's resistance to open up to another way, another point of view. And I've got to tell you, even it shows in the asp- astrological aspect. You know, I'm saying this as a channeler. Um, energetically, we have got to get out of our fixed mindset. It's going to be very, very, very difficult in the coming years the more fixed you are on your mindset. You know, in my Mercury, even though Uranus, even though I have all this evolutionary energy coursing through me, I can still be fixed. You know, Leo's fixed sign. So I'm just suggesting you have to know your limits. Like, I know I could be fixed. So I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just, okay, say no, but please put this to the side and look at this again or open up to this. And since I've been doing this, 
I mean, what ends up happening is you're able to receive and body more higher frequency energy because you're out of the, the duality, you're out of the resistance mode. So, you know, the, the energetic matrix that's now being designed is requiring us to do this. I mean, that is the whole, you know, north node and Taurus, fixed sign, Scorpio, south node, Uranus there, Mercury there, um, you know, it's going to be, Pluto's going to be squaring it next March. That is the whole revolution because the soul is, in, well, there's an infinite, the spiritual aspect of the soul is infinite. The soul, I mean, is infinite within its, soul, within its structure and design as, as, as it connects more into, um, you know, source energies. I mean, the soul, we all have a design, so we have a blueprint, but we can greatly create from that. You know, we can extend or expand, even though you have that original blueprint, that divine soul matrix, that soul signature frequency that you're transmitting out there and, you know, broadcasting and that's coming back to you as a receiver, you can use that. In many ways. Here's an example, and then I'll get to the next caller. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad to say hi, let me know how you're doing, or get a reading. Here's an example. If you ever listen to uh, jazz, right? Jazz fusion, all kinds of jazz, or scatting, whatever, right? Right? They're playing harmonious notes. The notes fit together. You know, the sax player has has their notes, their tone, their sound, their way of playing. But then you can, do you sing to it? Do you scat to it? Do you do a mantra to it? Do you do a, whatever? You see what I'm saying? So you're going to be in the same notes that you are, the same frequency. That's what this is all about, is getting to the, the frequency, getting more in resonance and coherence with your true less diluted or undiluted frequency, but you can play those notes differently. You can decide how you want to play those notes or how you want to sing, as long as you're in har- harmonized, right? So that's what this is all about. It's, it's not about changing you. We're not changing anyone. Just the change is in the beliefs, perhaps ideas, behaviors, ways of relating, the change is in what limits, what overly restricts, what overly limits. That's the change. So I would say if the, the, if the most open you can be right now consciously, even though you might resist what you hear from another person or what you think, ask yourself, what do I have to lose by just being, trying something new or being a little different? Trying some, you know. Um, this morning I went to go get. I got a. Usually I have decaf coffee. I went to a place and I knew they didn't have cappuccino. Usually I have cappuccino, decaf cappuccino latte. It has less acid in it. But I went to this place I was really drawn to. I got this like little strawberry donut thing. So I just had a bite of. Wasn't really into that. But I had the. But I went and had that coffee. Do you know? Let me just tell you how that coffee was made with so much love. The people that worked there were so loving. The guy made my coffee, and 
he you could tell he was in service man and he's like here's your coffee now did you want a room for cream or milk and he was literally the way he was holding the coffee cup it was like like handing me this beautiful like a serving tray and he says you know i wish you a really wonderful day and i got to this guy in service he's in this thing he's really in this job um but it's not just a job he's shining through this um then i need to get a little more half and half so i gave him a half and then he came back and then again said some nice things you know and the woman behind the little cash register thingy was really sweet and you know and the thing is it's not so much the words was it's the energy that's what we're all having to learn and live by more it's the energy it's the vibrational frequency see we're so stuck on the outer and i did i'm a coffee snob i i why would i was i drawn there to go on my walk get up or get out of the house a bit earlier set up stuff for the show get out roam around and i thought oh i don't like that kind of coffee i just and i said nope now who knows what communication and the subconscious so the unified field of consciousness and energy was relayed between all of us okay gang this is where we got to go it's not just hi how are you what are you transmitting and receiving what's the communication what's the connection you know you open up to receive you know, I, I go to one place and shout out to Bluestone and Mars there. Everybody there. Mars, Corey, uh, Casey, Hannah. One day I come in and the Mars says, you know what? You just have such amazing energy. I'm going to bring you a gift. Okay, you know, I'm just open, whatever. Next time I'm in there, I get this beautiful carnelian bracelet, beaded bracelet from her friend, Jupiter Gems. Um, from Instagram I'm telling you guys and I could go on and on and on the world the universe opens up to you when you open up to it and you decide let me do something different let me open up to a new energy impulse and let me absorb it let me receive it let me receive my blessings and let me give blessings so I don't know what to tell everybody, but I've I'm, I'm been saying this even in my synergy course. I, I feel like I'm getting a little, like, pushy and testy with it. But all I can tell you is a psychic channel and a medium who, in 2017, predicted everything that's going on now. And you, many of you have heard my big predictions all about the vaccine, vaccine passport, COVID, control, everything, the, the protesting, on and on and on, and there's more looking at the energetic pattern and where we're going we cannot do it with a fixed mindset it's going to be very difficult very challenging one thing my mom used to always say you know she she had very she was very articulate <laughs> very educated in her, her her view and languaging sometimes and then also just very you know birds of a feather flock together tell me who your friends are i'll tell you who you are you know she used to laugh and say 
You got to be able to live life, beer budget or champagne budget, or not just a champagne budget. And I say you are not your bank account. You are not determined by what you have or don't have. You are determined by your soul and soul's path. So a lot of people are going to have to shift their idea of what's what, whatever that is for you. What What's the what? So in other words, I know if I'm having issues in communication or with people around me or a career or a job, I, do, I bring it back to me. What's going on inside me? And what's going around with the, my significant other, the closest ones to me? And is there something I want to do about it or is some of them I just let it be? It's not in judgment. I say this not to judge or say something or someone is less than or more than. I say this in the hopes and the, and, the, and the idea of just getting out of a fixed mindset. Let your mindset wiggle a little more. Let there, be, let there begin to be some neuroplasticity that you can create other neural pathways or even just widen the neural pathways that you have now to more options and possibilities. I hope this is making sense. I'm going to be talking about it, sharing upon it. It's so important, those of you that are in astrology, you can look at the astrology and it reflects this. It's just what it is. But it can actually be fun. It can bring more fun in. Oh, queen in the chat. Clearly for me, reconstruction of my patterns. They are worn out. Rebirth and renewal. Oh, yes. Queen always died. That's it. Rebirth and renewal. That's it. Nothing is wrong with us by changing something up. Right? Nothing is wrong by changing something up or having a different point of view or a different belief. Nothing's wrong with you. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to expand. You're allowed to try something new. So, yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Press numero uno numero. Hello, you're on air. 7-4, coming back to you. Okay, let's get to the next caller. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Thank what's you your first name? Cynthia, thank you for taking my call, Michelle. Hi. So you're so well. Hi. So I'm having a real hard time. Um, I have a landlord that has uh, basically he's trying to me sign a lease when I already had an original lease, and they become nasty and combative. And I have to meet with them tomorrow. And mm. I just wanted to see if you had anything the universe says. Because um, it's been okay. horrible. Let's look at that. Um, what could be helpful or supportive? Well, speaking of patterns and structures, this is an old pattern. So try not to be. Try as you can not to be in resistance of it, and see that this is the, just what I'm talking about. Their fixed mindset. 
not a winner or loser. There's what's more conscious, somebody that's more conscious, and someone that's being less conscious. And we know who, which one is which, right? Because <laughs> you're on oh, the yeah. call and they're not. That's so evident, yeah. They're coming from a lack of – they're definitely coming from a win-lose position and a little bullyish. There, there's a – I don't know. There's unevolved Pluto energy. Um, I do feel you're going to ultimately be moving on. So if you can get that that viewpoint that even if you can't do it now, um, I, I, I think I'm getting – it's so funny. I'm hearing travel restrictions or when travel restrictions leave, and then I'm getting restrictions lifting. So there may be something about – is there something about landlords being able to raise rent or something? Is he trying to raise your rent? Yes. Yeah, totally, yeah. I think he's going to. I don't know. You might be able to. Let's just put it this way. Even if you, if it's not as much as they want, he wants, it's it's going up. Yeah. So I would say plan for that and plan for your exit strategy out. This is going to buy you some time. He's got a okay, lot of trying to do energy. He's trying to do what? I'm trying to do a month to month instead of a lease. That's what I want to do. He doesn't want to do that. <laughs> Very resistant. Yeah. Have you talked to him about this yet? No. Tomorrow. I'm wondering if he would do half a year or something. I, I'm getting compromised. I feel like there's some kind of compromise. Um, there's a lot of disgruntled energy around him. There's a lot with financial restriction or constraint around him. So he could have lost money. Um, is what I'm hearing. So now he's looking to recoup. That's what I'm getting. I'm not getting a clear, like, like he would go month to month. I don't, unless maybe you paid more. It, it's almost like something happened. I don't know if it's with another tenant. Well, yeah. See, it's well, not, no, there was what's a going flood. on? Something there happened. Was a flood. Hmm? The apartment flooded. So he had to redo it. Oh, because he didn't that's do anything. why. Yeah. So he's lost okay. money because he didn't he didn't call yes. anybody after the five days and the flood happened. So the whole floor that's got. Why. Okay. Yeah. That's why. So he's hell bent. That's what I'm getting. Like it shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. That's the that's the three D yeah. thing where that happened. What I'm picking up psychically because it just shows I've got to recoup my losses. I lost all this money. Now I'm financially constrained. I'm out on a limb. I got to make. I don't feel he had. He something happened where he he is out money. You know, I don't know what's going on there. So you may be able to do it by paying a bit more. I'm not getting a strong yes or no because I'm getting him. It's funny we're talking about fixed mindsets. I'm getting him very much in a fixed mindset of what he wants and what can happen. Um, you might be able to say, can we talk about this or think about this or um, I'm in a pain. I don't know. It's, it, it feels very fixed. Let's see. What, what, how does he respond to simple things? The possibility it, it's not you know there's just too much kind of just random energy and him very fixed 
My sense is if you paid more, if you could do that, you, you'd be out. Um, he may go for it. But he, he's going to want something. Right. Extra. He's going he's gonna to want his little pound of flesh. Or you just do this and then take your time looking for a better place. Well, I don't want to sign his lease that, you know, makes me pay $1,000 in security deposit and everything and stay here all the way till next August. I only want to live here maybe another four months at the most. Yeah, or six months. I'm not getting a strong – you know, let me know because – call back in and let me know if you're meeting because I'm not getting – I'm getting he's very – like he knows he could get somebody else in for Ooh, more yeah. money. Yeah, so he's he's very much on that trajectory and making that money back. Not only as a power play, there's a, there's a power play win lose going on, but also he lost a lot of money, and I don't feel he has he has to recoup it. it it's put a dent in whatever bank account, insurance, something. So you, that's what I feel that you're, um, you know, up against with him. You know, maybe a little bit so more planning I, also. I give a little bit more for four months, and then he could rent it out to somebody new after four months. That what now? Yeah, if he does a four months, month to month, then I'd be out of here in four months, and he can rent it out to somebody for a higher amount. I know, but that, but you're talking, of, and I don't think it would be just four months. It would have to be at least six months. Um, I, I feel that. I'm just telling you. I'm reading his mind. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I have. Yeah, I have no judgment in this. I'm just telling you yeah. what there. Jay Styling in the chat is saying the landlord thing happened to me. My ceiling fell in. Eventually, I went to court and lost my deposit. Try to stay out of court. Many of these folks have it down to an art form. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes we have to get out of the win lose mentality, and whatever that means to you, and go into the higher consciousness. You know, of the right, the wrong will be righted, or this is the game in this situation, and that sometimes opens up a new avenue. You know, a deeper understanding, and you know, that's the best that I can tell you because I, it's playing out this win lose. I mean, yes, he should have taken care of this sooner. So you have a bit of a power struggle there because there's an injustice. He has a power struggle because he had to pay this money out and COVID and blah, 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 and this and that. You know, so that's what I can tell you psychically. That's what's swirling in the universe. So okay, that's what I, yeah. All right, sweetie, sense. good luck and keep Thanks, us posted, Cynthia. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Let's go to the next caller. Hi, you're on air. You're on awakening. Hello, hello. 512, you're on air. Okay, let's try another one. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, you're. Oops, who, which, who do I. Uh, you're on air. Hear me? Hi, you're on air. Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, Hello. yes, I'm the 512 area code. Okay, cool. Hi. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Right. Uh, what's, your, what's your first name? Uh, Davetta, D-A-V-E-T-T-A. 
Okay. What's your question? Um, so I got offered a a job, but it's a lateral move, and I'm just wondering if I should stay at my current location or go for that new job. Uh, let's see. Now say it again to go for the lateral move or stay where you are. Yes. What's your energy? Decide which one. Which one resonates well with you? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm torn between both. I mean, I want to stay because I I like enjoy you know my coworkers here, but I do want to go over there to kind of just hopefully be a chance for me to advance. You know, since it doesn't seem like I'm doing that here. Yeah, and I was going to say that, you know, right now there's not big moves. It's preparation for the bigger moves. Mm-hmm. So in the tarot, think chariot, because that could be moves, something new, success, but it's also the preparation. So if you already know, which I do feel that that lateral move will put, you, which will shift your energy, which is what I was saying at the beginning of the program, you know, mm-hmm. what I was talking about during this podcast. So, yes, if you already know this, then that is your intuition guiding you. So even though it may not seem like an advancement, it is because it's new energy. And you're going to be learning something new is what I'm hearing. So, And you're going to also get closer to somebody else at that office that I feel is either a supervisory position or has been there longer. That could be of assistance. So that I feel okay. like your intuition is, is really guiding you through this. And mm-hmm. it's a it's sort of a lateral move, but it's not really because it is you know maybe on paper or you know like money or something. But it does show that there is learning there, and there is some level of opening. Like I do feel like you'll have the ear of someone that you'll be able to say, ah, not necessarily right away. It could be six months. I mean, most of the bigger moves I see for people are next year. I'm right now, but. For those that haven't done them yet, I, I'm seeing this more as the preparation time. Okay. But it is a good move and possibly advancement at some point. Yeah, I feel your intuition is telling you that. I feel like, again, it's, it's okay. really what I was discussing. It's shifting your energy. And you are going okay. to learn. That, that it's not exactly the same job as what I'm hearing. It's those difference. I can see that there's something different yeah and diff- obviously different people around you but it is it is different it's not the same thing right yes the same job title but different location and yeah it is going to have a little i'm hoping that you know more where i can learn more in advance but at the same time kind of well, have a more of a work home balance where now i don't have any of that <laughs> No, I think you will and you just said it learn there's something that you're going to learn there that you can't learn where you are at Maybe okay. they do something differently. Maybe there's a different protocol. Um, and you definitely have somebody that's going to be helpful to you. I don't know if it's a supervisor or they've been there longer. People go to them. Uh, what I get is there's more um, tutelage. There's more help where you're going. Okay. Okay. It's almost yeah, like where helpful. you're at now, and I get it, people kind of phone stuff in because it's the same people, same system. I don't know. They kind of change things up where you're going. 
that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because here it's this. I mean, I've tried for other positions, but I'm always like the runner-up, and they seem to bring in a bunch of people that they know. Um, well, there you go. People. The same system, <laughs> yeah. And so, over there, I'm there hoping go. I'll have a better chance, you know. So. Well, you already do because you're moving. That's your chance. Okay. Join and, and learn. Huh? Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm just torn. I just have my pros and my cons, and I was like, maybe I just need to hear from somebody else what I need to do. <laughs> well, I think you're being guided. I mean, when you clarified your, your question to me, it seems like you have a good grasp on it. You're planning. Yeah. That's what people are to be doing right now. When we, that's what we're to do on the ego level is like we get an insight or inspiration. We get a great idea. We, we, have, we have a plan, and then we put a little step. And the plan is, oh, well, it seems like if I go there, because what's been happening here is the same thing over and over. They hire people they know or like. And so now mm-hmm. I'm going someplace new that changes the energy. And my plan is to, to do this move get to know people, mm-hmm. learn, and get it, go to that next level, right? Yeah, that's what, so I'm, you yes, have that's it what in I want. Act, yeah, you have it in action. You, you just have to trust your, your insight, your intuition that you're getting right now. Okay. Makes sense? All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely let us know how it unfolds for you. Okay, I will. All right, Thank Danita, you, you so much. Keep listening. We've got a All great right, guest coming too. on shortly. Okay. Oh. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Gina again. Hey, Gina. Oh. I actually, I didn't mean to call in, but I, I just needed to respond to your uh, cafe story from this morning because a very similar thing happened to me today. I walked to the, this bakery I've never walked to before, and then this, and then like the sweet people gave me this like vegan, delicious coffee cake thing for free, and um, so I was like thinking the same thing you were that sort of like. When you open up to that, it comes back to you. But I guess my question there is, like, is does that mean, like, we create our own reality? And, like, what is the difference between that and insanity? You know, like, it is sort of like a fine line. <laughs> well, you just said it. It's a fine line. We, we, mm. we both create our reality, but we also meet it. We meet our destiny, the potential of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the universe, there's nothing that's, it's not either or. It's not the extremes of the polarity plane. It's not this or that. It's and. Mm-hmm. So we have a destiny. You know, we have a soul blueprint. Um, and, and within that, some things we can delay or forestall. Sometimes we can call things in, you know, sooner. Um, sometimes how things play out, if, we, if we, let's say we've been stuck in a learning lesson, we've got the lesson, we don't have to repeat something. But also mm-hmm. remember our destiny unfolding our, has other people in it. So sometimes mm-hmm. other people energetically, other dimensionally call us in or someone like us, or there is a, a, a destiny issue to connect with that person or that vibrational frequency through that person. It could be showing you're going to be having more and more of these experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, reincarnate how we are. I mean, if you're spiritually based, spiritually open, if you're, you know, this is your path, this has been your, this is that's your design. Um, 
I remember years ago, and some of the people have heard me share this on the podcast, but I think I was around 11 years old, and I was with my family in um, San Francisco. We were in Golden Gate Park. Mm-hmm. And there were the Hare Krishnas, you know, the ISKCON religion, and they were chanting and doing their drumming. And I stopped and listened and was like moving my body and chanting with them, right? And my parents and siblings were like, I don't know, 50 feet ahead of me because I just disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they turned, you know, back in the day, you didn't have to worry about being, you know, taken or whatever. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're like, wait, and they're just turned around and listened to me. And I'm just, you know, dancing, singing along. And then I looked, and then I smiled, and I ran out. Oh, my God, that was so fun. And then my parents, of course, they would always just look at me like, okay, that's Michelle, let's go. Um, but uh-huh. years later, when I was teaching at Agape Spiritual Center, meditation and metaphysics courses, I would bring in um, this band, Temple Bajan Band, to do kirtan. And I remember uh, telling um, Sarah Das, kind of the leader who'd been in, you know, studying Hinduism for many, many, many years and um, spirituality. And, I, and he said, oh, that makes sense. And I go, really? He goes, yes, because you are who you are. And so you were remembering, and which so resonates, you were remembering that past life, which I've had other past mm-hmm. lives with, with traveling to India and meditating and chanting and some of my teachers there. And he's like, you were just so open, you remembered you know, mm-hmm. and so of course you would go over and start chanting. So sometimes we get situations like that that remind us of who we are, reinforce who we are, or that just that connection. And who knows all these years later, not only would I go study from City Yoga and other Eastern, you know, uh, teachers, I would go to India to stay in an ashram for a while. I would be, you know, chanting and meditating at Agape Spiritual Center and hire this group to come in, my classes. You see, so it all kinds of fits in if we allow it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sounds like you allowed it this morning and you had a beautiful experience. I love it. I love it. <laughs> a delicious pastry. All right. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Michelle, for your, uh, for your time again. For sharing, that was beautiful. Of course. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, hello, everyone in the chat. All right, it is time for our awakening dialogue. I'm really excited. Hello, star seed, star seed, star seed. Let's see what's going to happen here. All right, so um, I shared information on our guests at the top of the podcast, but let's recap a little. We have Ava Marquez, spiritual counsel, healer, and writer. Uh, her book out is Activate Your Cosmic DNA. And uh, we're going to be just chatting with her, see what's going on in her life. Hey, Ava, how are you? Hello. Ava. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Can you hear me? Oh. I can. I'm so excited. A fellow starseed. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's so excited. Yeah. Uh, so it's Eva, Eva Marquez. Uh, let us know your website. So sometimes people that are listening, they'd like to, you know, listen and then check things out visually uh, on the website. What, what is your website? So my website is evamarquez.org, E-V-A. M-A-R-Q-E-Z dot O-R-G. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. And you can check that me on okay. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. It's all under the Eva Marquez. Oh, good. Okay. Very cool. All right. So let's get a little bit about your uh, background. Um, I'm excited to know when you knew that you were a star. I was telling people at the top of the program that I found out at eight. Uh, and then, yeah, and then in my 20s, but back then, you know what I mean? <laughs> I delayed a good 12 years later to find to, from one of my first spiritual teachers to explain that. And yep. um, it seems to be more people awakening to this part or aspect of them, uh, which mm. I consider the, 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 the shift in consciousness enough yeah. in, the, in the world, in the collective, in the mainstream, to be able to hold this vibrational frequency and understanding. Um, so yeah. I want to get your take on that, but let's start with just kind of how you were, whatever you want to share about growing up and then how you became aware of being a starseed. Um, yeah, then we'll take it from okay. there. Well, I think for me it started a very early. I didn't put it all together until I was about probably 30, 31 year old, <laughs> what was happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going back into memories, I would be drawing the spaceship under my mother's sofa when I was about mm-hmm. three years old, probably. I have seen the UFO back in the Czech Republic, where I'm originally from, twice, once as a probably elementary school kid, once I was about 23 years old, and it was kind of just like, oh, okay, here they are, nothing wrong about that, there's this big light, and we all know it's the UFO, and it's fine. I would have a visitation, you know, in my dreams, and so much on. But I don't have this story like I knew and everything was perfect. Now, as a starseed, many of us, we come to this very difficult and challenging families for the reason, pointing mm-hmm. it out there, that really create yeah. a trauma, right, from the early, early childhood. So I could feel the energy mostly than the seeing it with my eyes. And feeling it really scares me because I could feel the energy within the people. Now, empathy is mm-hmm. the common ability within the starships, right? And when we don't yeah. understand it, it can awaken a tremendous levels of the fears and, you know, feeling that you are hunted and you don't even know by what or who mm. or everything is there to get you. So I eventually grew up to be probably the most afraid and the scared person that you can imagine on this planet. And I'm not making this one up. And that was my life. I would, you know... Naturally, with that, I would attract all this kind of experience in my life. And to make a long story short, I would dabble in the spirituality and try to understand what is it that I'm feeling and trying really, really hard to be normal or, you know, trying to find a fine line, as you call it before. What is the creating reality and what is insanity? Because for a while, I thought that there's probably something really wrong with me because I'm not like normal people. And... It's good to be the to really good in, to be right, Eva? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know I want to ask you this. There, there is one look, and I later realized as a star seed, when you look at pictures, when I look back, whether I was with my family or I remember being at a, a, a school outing as a, as a, I don't know how old I was, six, seven, eight, I mm-hmm. was the same look. It was even in my high school pictures with groups of kind of looking up to the side like, what am I doing here? Or what am I supposed to do? Did you ever have that experience? Like, you can see it. All all the ages and stages, 
this part yeah. of just not quite fitting in or knowing what to oh. do or being doing stuff and going, hmm, this is supposed to be important, but I don't know. It's not, I don't, it's not that important, right, on a human level, like an event yeah. or something. Or yeah. a birthday. I, like, oh, did you have that yeah. experience? Have you had that? Oh, definitely. I'm so happy that you're pointing it out because I think that a lot of people have that, they just don't realize it. I was probably about hmm, 10, 12 years old, and I remember standing in my family gathering. You know, you know, in the Eastern Europe, people drink a lot on the normal basis in the family. Yeah. So well, that was my family. Too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it's a common <laughs> kind of the thing. There's nothing even weird about it. And I yeah. remember standing in the kitchen and just looking at them and thinking, yeah. God, I am so different. I mean, what yeah. kid thinks like that? Like, I am so different than them. I'm, I'm totally not like them. I'm not going to grow up to be like them. But it wasn't, I loved them. I didn't hate them. I didn't, you know, yeah. felt like this, like, oh, I felt like I love you, but I am nothing like you. And I was, you know, by the block. Oh, oh, this one is going to make you laugh. When I was about five years old, I would walk in our neighborhood and I would tell people that I'm adopted, that I'm not from this family, that they just adopted me. And the most funniest part, I look exactly like my mother. We look like, I look like a spitting image of my mother, so I must have even back then. And they're like, why do you do it? I was like, I am not free here. They just adopted me. You don't understand. And of course, nobody understood. But oh my God, yes. I think we know it inside of us, you know, especially as a children or younger, yeah. we are still more open to it. And we feel like, you know, there's this, all this and that and the stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, it's funny in a way to, it actually brings a lot of good humor back to remember that, right? It does, uh, yeah. I I don't know how I thought of that look, but I, because I, I noticed I had that mm-hmm. and I thought, God, we have it all the way through this kind of, or things that are supposed to be so, yeah, like I said, important, or yeah. Yeah. it's like, what am I, what am I supposed to do, or what am I doing here? It, there's, yeah, and like yeah. you said, this, I think this is so important, you see things yeah. that others yeah. don't see, you feel things, you hear things that others yes. are seeing or getting, and especially at a very, very young age. Yes. Yeah. You kind of see the and whole game, yeah. and then you have these parents, right, that are older yeah. or older siblings, mm-hmm. and they're and you're more smarter, wise than they are, and they're looking at you like, oh yeah. my god, what, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's wrong with yeah. you? My grandmother was just like, go and get the potatoes from the cellar. I was like, I'm not walking to the place. I was like, there are the people down there, and they're like, come yeah. on, just stop and go get the potato. I was like, you can't make me to go there. And then I would always come with my grandmother. I was like, if you stay by the door, I quickly walk there, pick the potatoes and bring them back. That would be the only way. But, yeah, they would think like, you know, you are either difficult or you're making the stuff up and so much on. And we just, they're more open and sensitive and remember. And unfortunately that, you know, when you are misunderstood, you really would label yourself as somebody who's weird and different and doesn't fit. And later on in the teenager years, you may you know, to look for some very self-destructive um, choices and behaviors. Absolutely. That, you know, yeah. To escape. I think naturally escape. just leads there. You bring up something yeah. important because uh, I had similar because we had, you know, uh, stairs because upstairs, 
bedroom and bathroom and other parts of the house. But stairs tend to attract lower vibrational beings on the astral level. Mm-hmm. And when your star feet are very open, those psychics, mm-hmm. you pick that up. And especially if there's over drinking in the house or any kind mm-hmm. of trauma, it mm-hmm. sounds like you saw it in the cellar stairs. I used to see it in the in the in the in my, oh, the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Um, other beings or energies of the headless yeah. man that would come up the stairs, and I wasn't sleeping. I was awake, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah. You know, I don't want to go downstairs in the dark. You know, I would see them come in, yeah. and so I hope people listening yeah. to this, if you're having this experience, or children, because infants, children yeah. are very open, especially as star seeds. I mean, they have those sources yeah. mentors and families that try to help them, a group. And also, I feel the visitations that you're talking about. A lot of times, it's yeah. starseed, right? They come, hover you back up into the craft, give you a boost. You know, there's a, there's a lot of care. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? But, yeah, so it yeah. sounds like you were also very open and sensing those beings. And you don't necessarily have the words to tell the people around you, like, hey, no, you don't. And you it's just, you know, act off. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I always tell people, I said, you know, I would sleep with a light on until I was probably 29 when I had my first child. And, you know, it's like 28, 29. And I says, like, I need to shut the light off at night. I need to wake up and take care of my child at night. And I think that is that the breaking point. That was for me to say, okay, you know, maybe I cannot figure it out for myself but I have to figure it out for my child because I don't want her to be that afraid and grow up like that and that was the best thing Mm -hmm. so I think that people need to really you know start questioning what is it that I'm afraid of why am I afraid of it did it really hurt me or did I just have an experience because as you and Mm -hmm. I you know we have this experience over the stairs and so much on but we felt them or we saw them but they didn't harm us no, no, not they, they, they were just there. They to us. Yeah. They just, you know, we just naturally were afraid of something what was not supposed to be there, what nobody else sees. And we actually caused our own fear, um, which, you know, it's like this action and reaction, you know. There, there were our action and we reacted. And we held that reaction within us. And we carried that reaction, that level of the fear within us into adulthood, or at least I did. And then mm-hmm. there was that shifting point, you know, when I said, okay, I want to find out what it is. And that's actually when my starseed journey started. When you ask in the beginning, I started to, you know, meditate and looking for the answers, like what it is that I'm afraid of that nobody will understand. And mm-hmm. I was trying to connect with my guides, you know, how everybody around, like, let's meditate and connect with a guide and just didn't work out for me exactly like for the other people in the group and then one day I was washing the dishes and I hear I telepathically hear this hear the word and feel the presence beside me which says can you and then the words was Pleiades and I was like what is Pleiades but I started to cry and have that feeling go and google it up Mm. and the beautiful and all the stars come on the screen and at that moment, I knew that mm. that's home, that I remember that. And then you go again, and I'm insane of this, the reality. How can I remember to living in Pleiades when we cannot even remember, you know, what happened, I don't know, five years ago <laughs> sometime. 
But there is a soul mind consciousness within us that goes with us from lifetime yeah. to lifetime, from all those lifetimes that has that memories and yeah. that recognize and that has this gift that, you know, eventually show up as a, well, gosh, I can see and I'm scared. But once we overcome mm-hmm. that fear, it's like the whole new door opened and it's just so beautiful. So I just wanted yeah. to put oh, it out there for the people, you know, that... Tip. Out of the fear, well, something beautiful is born and and exciting and good. And yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, and it's so needed right now. Um, you know, on that of being afraid, one thing my mom told me, because uh, she knew my experiences, and she had some. I didn't find out until later in her life she opened up more, but because, mm-hmm. you know, her, when she grew up, it was like get married yeah. and have kids and kind of. Yep. all that. Um, but she said, and I, I know, share this with everyone so people know, she said something that I've then later learned in a lot of my metaphysical courses or doing, you know, even do possession work mm-hmm. or whatever, just working with other dimensional beings, but that we have so much power when we're incarnated here. And we have to remember that, like, when yeah. spirits come or lower level energies or spirits from the astral that are lower level, they actually can't harm us because yeah. it's an, unless we open to that release and go there, but because they have to come through us or a computer or something, you know, they, they're, yes. they're on a different dimension. Right. So yes. we choose to say, just, just fear the, the, the people, real people, the spirits you don't need to fear, you know, um, yeah. because you have, you, you're the one incarnated. You're the one that can say no to that you know, experience because yeah. they have to willingly come through you. Um, yeah. One of the things I wanted to ask you, Eva, is you said you found the way, you found what helped you. You got some in- What helped you? So maybe those that, whether they are identifying as a starseed or maybe they're a light worker, light being, the starseed that's a light worker, light being, you know, a starseed are light mm-hmm. beings, but, um, or just people that are awakening more to their gifts. Yeah. What would you suggest? What helped you, and what would you suggest to them at this part of their path? Well, what helped me in the beginning is to find anything to read. I love to read, so if there was anything mm-hmm. in that you know there was just the books before to read on the topic that scared me as a, you know so it made start of a psychic mediumship because I could connect with the dead ones. That was like the beginning of it, the feeling to dead people was normal. And so starting right. to read about it. I found the uh, John Holland and Edward oh my god, this is his last name. <laughs> oh, no, we're talking. I can see his face. Yeah. On the um, T V uh, it, oh yeah. my goodness! John Edwards. John Edwards. John Edwards. John Edwards. Thank you. Yeah. And he just started his shows on the TV, and I read his book. I was like, Oh my God! He talks to them like I can talk to them. Like, like he actually yeah. describes what is happening to me, and the realizing that there are other people like me. Of course, you know, I was nowhere close to his level at that time, but that there are other people like me and sort of, you know, facing to it that this is how I am and it is absolutely normal and start meditating and exploring with his abilities. And there is something interesting. So I would say if you are afraid, write down the list of the things, what are you afraid of? 
and start exploring it instead of, you know, putting all kind of the shields and magic rings and saging yourself, explore what it is, but do it yeah. in a safe way. So find the literature, find the YouTube videos, find the curses, uh, courses, not the curses, courses, I'm sorry, <laughs> and start to explore. But there was something important what you said about the possessions. And this is what I tell to my clients as well. I says, you know, the spirits, they can just scare the heck out of you. They inflict yeah. the action that does the fear as the reaction, right? They feed off it. But unless they are possessed within your body, somebody else's body or computer or whatever, then they have no physicality. You need to have something physical exactly. to, exactly. to make a harm in the physicality, right? And this is, you know, in the beginning days of us, I didn't know much about it. I live actually very sheltered life with my first husband, and uh, so who was not absolutely open to any of this. And so when the first, I think, spirit came, I was like, "Oh yeah, walk in my body, like, you know, the ghost, the movie." I thought that that's, that's how it's gonna be. Oh my God, I got possessed. And yeah, this is when you that. know that there's an insanity when you start behaving that is not your usual self. And I mean, like, I know my husband, I would never, you know, he would have had a lot of issues and he just fixed the floor. He put this new beautiful coat of the polish on the floor and I would walk in the middle of it and I stop myself in the middle of it. And I go like, oh my God, I just ruined his like five hours of the work and guy's going to be livid, right? Mm. And mm. those kind of the things when you lose the consciousness and you act on the things and, you know, there are much more worse scenario than this one. And you realize, yeah, this is not me. This is this is not me. Then you start have to questioning. So I went on the research, and I was I found this old shamanic way. And I know there are many ways, you know, how to do the, um, uh, you know, to remove the spirits or things of the body. But I needed some really self help entity. Yeah, and I have learned that. You, have, you can question or you should question that any spirit, spirit energy, whenever it's extraterrestrial energy, three times, use your body as a pendulum and ask, are you coming from love and light or are you coming from the source or anything that you believe in? And you need to receive the yes answer three times in a row. If it is no, or the world is going to end in the five minutes from now, if you are not going to communicate with me or let me get in, that is absolutely negative entity, spirits, extraterrestrial beings, and you don't want to have anything yeah. to do with them. And well, just then like you need to informed, yeah. right? It's just like spirit informed people. Well, it's just like yes. people are humans. There are some humans or people that are not life enhancing for us. It's low vibration or even harmful, and we you have to have boundaries and be able to say, oh, definitely, no, you know. Um, I've had spirits that want to, have wanted to come through uh, and sometimes either just said no or not right now. I'm, I'm sleeping mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm doing something and then later mm-hmm. kind of, you know, pick it up. Um, another yeah. thing on that note, because a lot of it could be spirits or entities or thought forms. We can animate thought forms oh, yes. by what we believe, mm-hmm. pack us. Um, Absolutely. One thing one of my spiritual teachers, Dr. Han, uh, said because when I was he had done a lot of depossession work at one time um, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a hypnotherapist I said he hypnotherapy for me he'd actually even been on Oprah he gave all of it up because he was like he, he was like you know anybody that goes on Oprah back in the day he just blew up but he realized he goes that's not my path I don't want to deal with all these people flying all over the world he lives 
a very quiet, humble life yeah. in the Colorado mountains. Mm-hmm. But he told me, he goes, you know, the reason that you can do this depossession work and you don't get pulled in, he said, is because you don't have the belief about, yeah. so I could help people, even as a hypnotherapist, yeah. but I don't, I didn't have that belief of yes. go to this evil thing. I knew it was like, okay, I just stayed in that wonder. Yeah. But he said yeah. it's very difficult because this is why a lot of priests or people in more organized religion end up getting yeah attacked or possessed because they have that belief system and he goes once you're in the which i think what do you think of this eva this is so once we're no, in the I belief have, system yeah. right that's when we and mm-hmm. that, that creates our reality right absolutely i 100 percent agree with you and it's you know it is in the belief system and your belief system match your reality and your frequencies so when i did that you know so many years ago which go probably almost 19 years ago back now it would be, I was in a very low vibrational energy and a very difficult relationship. I was very angry inside, which I didn't know back then about that I was. Mm-hmm. And I would create my reality with all of that and watching all these movies and the stuff and the things, yes. And I was afraid of them. So I was literally inviting the possession in my body. Now today, same like you, I work with the people, you know, we remove the implants or work with some negative extraterrestrial beings and so much on. And now my reality and belief is, no, you are not coming inside and you will not ruin my day. And exactly. they don't. You know, they yeah. rap on you and sometimes, you know, give you some nightmare. But you wake up, it's like, okay, that was interesting. What was that about? You know, it's okay. Yeah. And they Absolutely. do, let's say, you know, Several years back. Maybe oh, let me years. explain well, something. Yeah, Freedom yeah. swings have a couple of qu- I wish not believing in evil entities made them not real. I'm not saying they're not real, but they cannot harm you, yes. if, you, if, it's, yes. you if you stay in that neutral place, that oneness. Yes. Because it's a vibrational yes. frequency, yes. right? Definitely. So that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not saying this isn't real. That that's. It, um, actually, I have two questions about the, the activate the cosmic DNA. I'm going to leave that for the second question. But we okay. did have another question from Freedom Wings. Here's the thing I don't understand. Why don't we remember past lives? How can we take the lessons learned and apply them and do things differently if we don't remember? That's a good question. I think that we do remember, question. but we, we maybe we call it something else. Sometimes I think we have memories. Um, yes. But anyway, okay. what, what is your thought on it? Well, the first of all, there's a law on the earth in the incarnating law that our memory are greatly suppressed. Because, you know, we are a divine beings who literally came from before, uh, from the different planets, and we're living among what I would call the earth seeds, who never experienced the life beyond the earth. And we are here as a, you know, group of the beings to help them to evolve and so much on. So, Right away, you know, to be born to the regular family, you would be way too confused and you may cause a lot of problems. It's like, you know, be born with a lighter and you know how to light it, but you don't know how to use it. That's the one mm-hmm. of the things. The second of them, which I think, in a way, you know, looking at it back, I think it's fair. Even the Jesus Christ wasn't born with the open abilities and all his consciousness, he had to gain yeah. it. And I truly believe in that. The second thing is that first seven years of our life, we are more 
open to that other side and we remember. So if you can sit down with your parents and really talk, you know, what was I talking about? What stories you, you I used to say and so much on? It can help you yeah. to regain some kind of the memories. Now, our soul energy is very active those seven years. And then the ego energy manifests. So ego is just a lower energy of our beautiful mind that we are growing into. And the ego has two programs only in my, you know, um, learning. It either, either can make you victim or it can make you more aggressive, kind of like a boy. And I don't mean that you, you know, have to beat up everybody around, but more of that like, you're not going to mess up with me. You know, it's a protective kind of the mechanism. Be either, you know, I'm shy mm-hmm. in the corner and I'm going to be hiding or I'm going to put out this aura, don't you touch me because you're going to get it back. And mm-hmm. that is like, you know, our armor or the shield that we get for life. And of course, that will suppress all that soul memories back within because we have to adjust ourselves, our life and society for the reason of survive. Our bodies are designed to survive, reproduce and push ourselves into future generations. They are not designed to evolve and become multidimensional species yet. <laughs> That's where we are going to. So for this kind of the reasons, we are not remembering, but we do have the potential within us. And I would say that probably energetic goal is that if we can shift the energies and let's say the next future generation, let's say my grandchildren or the great-grandchildren, maybe open more, be born with that intact memories or more intact memories from the past life because they will be able to assist them and not look at them that they are just crazy and there's so much on and you know want to medicate it with something because they are way different than anybody else so we have to adjust as a society collectively to be able to um, assist that memory faster faster mm-hmm. right Got another question think? from Freedom yeah. Wings. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I agree with you. Definitely. Well, and I also think we have to remember the earth game, depending on what you're meant to do. I think I had a lot of memories and undiluted memories of other dimensions because of what I was meant to do here. Mm-hmm. So um, Freedom Wings is talking about uh, it's the stories of young children remembering past lives that gets me leaning towards reincarnation. I can tell you definitely as a past life regressionist, hypnotherapist, and my, my regression work, I bring people those experiences of determined mm-hmm. by what's going on now, you know, um, and not everybody. Everybody wants to be the, the queen of this or Nefertiti or whatever. It's not like that. I know. Oh, but my I goodness. Did, I know. Right? <laughs> but I did used to teach um, preschool and kindergarten, and even with some of my clients now, I work with their children, and mm-hmm. it depends how you're, you know, raised. A lot of kids remember their past lives from the moment they can talk. Um, yes. Again, it just depends. You know, I always share this story that the little Johnny Flores, you know, I was teaching, I was a teacher's aide, or assistant, rather, teacher's assistant. And I think my shift was 7.30. He was already there. I drove up in my car, went by the sandbox. He was playing his little ninja turtles or whatever, doing his little playing. And I came over, stood by the sandbox, and he comes up to me and he says, Miss Michelle, where's your other car? Now, of course, because I was more conscious and had experiences past lives and where I came from, I didn't say, what other car? What do you mean? I, said, I don't have another car. I mm-hmm. knew he was tapping into something. And I asked him, I said, oh, 
which one? And he said, the one you had last lifetime. And I said, oh, I don't, I don't drive that anymore. I'm driving this one. He goes, okay. And then he went off. Now, I don't so didn't perceive his parents to be particularly, you know, metaphysical or mm-hmm. spiritual. It was a pretty mm-hmm. mundane, regular school they went to. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like you, to your point, Eva, you're so open. And I feel, see, call it in hypnotherapy and transpersonal therapy. The age seven to eight is what's called the critical factor. A critical yeah. barrier comes in where we stop believing ourselves as much in our own individual reality and we start looking at the external reality and so people can get entrained or educated out of right this awareness so if you want to connect my sense is if you want to connect to your past lives and ask in meditation which is the lifetime that's best for me or dimension or other life that will help me now that will connect me to what i'm doing now and open up that. Yeah. So for you, it may be more and more of a remembering, right? Yeah. That's my sense of yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it was more like push. remembering. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, the remembering. Now, <laughs> you're going to have to come back. I'm having so much fun chatting with mm-hmm. you, uh, fellow starseed. We've had similar experiences. I just love it. I feel such a wonderful energy from you. Um, but let's touch on, as we're winding out, those of them listening, we're going to go over a bit. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit, touch on, you know, people can get the book, Activate Your Cosmic DNA. Um, but share a bit about that and ways to do that and your understanding about connecting into our cosmic DNA, that, that energetic matrix of us or energetic DNA, the third DNA. Um, helpful okay. for our listeners and, and very interesting. Okay, so, um, see, the book is written in the three parts because I believe in the power of three. So there's, you find that the connections of the Trinity with everything. And this, this is, I do believe, remembering do also works. Excellent. See, we have so much in common. Know, this is so exciting. So, <laughs> I know we can sit here a whole day. And it's, uh, you know, the remembering goes, like, you know, people are sitting today and they go like, oh, I may not know nothing about the stars, but I know a little bit about them, where I'm from. Like that itself catch your attention. If you wonder if you are a starseed, you are a starseed. Then you pick the book or, you know, listen. And I think there's a lot of information up there you start descending within you. So reading the stories, connecting to stories, hearing the stories helps you to remember your own story. Then, then, so that's the first step of it. And that's what I've read about, you know, the star nation. I don't know, in the Pleiades, it looks this way and that way. And there are seven sisters. And there's the Alkion. And when you look into the sky, you see the rainbow. And so to some people go like, oh, my God, I see the rainbow here. And I remember rainbow from there. I remember that you have that light goes on in you, right? That aha moment. Then the next stage, the second part of it is I've read about the star seed because as you do your past life regression, so I do just this conscious regression um, where suddenly, you know, I started to be guided to this past life prior to Earth. And I found out a similarity. Like, you know, when the people would have a life here in the England, there would be similar kind of the lifestyle. And so through these readings, I found a similar starship personalities and lifestyle that varied from, let's say, Pleiadians to to Syrians, to Andromedians. So I wrote about it. And a lot of people says like, oh my God, like 
Andromedian starfish, for example, are very much connected to the dolphins and the whales, and they awaken through the mm-hmm. usually a car injury or the injury of some bone fractures or oh. pains within the physical body. And it's very different than, let's say, uh, Palladian starfish have that emotional and physical abuse. So it's distinctive, right, up there. And then people read it or, you know, learn about it and go like, oh, that sounds like me. So there's a recognition. So first, you know, there's a remembering and there's a recognition. And something again, that light goes on for the second time. And you go, oh, okay, I'm not crazy. I broke my back. The doctor says that I'm not absolutely healable, but I had a miraculous recovery. Did the angels heal me? Well, what if you healed yourself? What if you have a self-healing ability in you? Yes, you get that kick in your back from the angels to remember that you have a self-healing ability. And many people became healers after that. And the third part of the book focused on the exercises. So I'm a big believer in practice. Now, yeah. you can just, you know, Repetition. you have That's to do your work. Yeah. yeah, you have to do the yeah. work. I agree. So if I'm sponging the book after the book, it goes in and out. And, you know, I remember something, but I need to stop and I need to practice. I need to sit down. And, you know, my meditations and practices are like go and hug the tree. I'll throw the rock in the river. It's a physicality connected to, you know, to that meditation and so much on. So while I'm walking on the beach, I can be walking them with a star, with, with, you know, with these extraterrestrial beings and so much on. The more you weave to practice in your everyday life, the more you embody this DNA. So we go from this activating and awakening into, well, I'm evoking extraterrestrial beings in the human body. Why not? Have a fun. You can have a Halloween on every single day in a good way. And I think you're saying something so important. We have to talk and share the stories. Um, Yes. Because, you know, that, that's why we have fairy tales and myths. I mean, fairy tales is a way of teaching children how to yeah. do. We have to bring these stories back into the collective. That it was, you know, yes. some of the forgetting, I, I, it, yeah. it's, been, it's been, right, it was removed from our history and our memory. Um, you know, and that's just the way it was meant to be. We don't have, to, there's no good or bad about that, but we can bring it back, right? And I think we should bring it back. I mean, how do we learn? What do you remember? You remember the rhymes and do you remember the fairy tale stories than just, you know, black and white technological book that you have read? If you weave anything in the story, it works. I remember when I was teaching my children to spell and they had a hard time for a while, we could sing it in a rhyme of a song and they remember every single difficult word to spell instead of just sitting in and you know like going in and there we just have to bring the creativity back and do it in and that's why there's just so many stars that are so creative and it is needed to refresh those stories retell them in the most creative and beautiful way i mean that's why we love to marvel movies right and all those superheroes and the stuff because it reminds us something yeah. about Ah, yeah. You know, and Eva, one of the things that my um, guides and oversouls had said that uh, new forms are needed, that it holds the vibration of the new emerging consciousness, it holds it. And those forms are books, ways of being, relating, types of businesses, anything that we can imagine is this energy, the spirit and form. 
And so our stories, you and I sharing like this, is getting out yeah. into the ethers. It's a, it's, a, it's a more undiluted energy, you know, spirit's energy of us being able to talk more freely. And then that yeah. is, lets others do the same, you know. And I know, I'm sure for you in this path, I know when others were talked openly to me, then I was able to say, you know, I had this experience, or I heard I was a star, or I could share my truth and what I yeah. experienced. And yeah. I think that's an important yeah. part of the activation um, also, yeah. that cosmic DNA. It happens in the stories. We get a transmission. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, through that the vibrational frequency, yeah. right? And it's so liberating when you can say, when you can go out of those fears and say, hey, that happened to me, and this has happened to me, yeah. and you make it, you know, into the story, and when you share it with others, you know, their eyes open and their ears perk up, and they're like, they want to hear your story. And you may inside go like, uh, am I going to ridicule myself? Forget to think about it. This is, I think, how we create a reality. I remember when I was afraid of it, I could not even... I would like freeze. I could not speak. My face would turn red. And I was like, oh, okay, this is it. And then it turned out into I felt comfortable to talk about it. And people enjoyed to hear that. And they said, that's what happened to me. Or that's what I have seen. And that is okay. And and it's important to tell the story. And if you want to change your future, I, you know, to put it in the writing and again, put that story, whatever. So this is my theory. Whatever story they write, it's right there in the future. So I always tell the people, yeah. I write the books, that if I'm here another lifetime, I want to write, I want to find that Eva Marquez book. That's going to speed up my time, my awakening time. And, you know, if I can find my own book in the future, in fact, I don't remember, it was me. It will do for yes. me what I intended it to do. Yes. Our future self. One of my shamanic teachers that I worked with, at one point towards the end of us working together after my initiation, she gave me my name and she said, you are my teacher. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, no. She said, no, your future self and you'll be meeting that teacher. She will become your teacher, but I've been studying with you. And I'm like, and then late years later, I did meet my, my teacher uh-huh. and took my name more fully. And that's another thing yeah. that we, we have to get out of this limitation of only linear time. We need to get into that circular, spiral, spatial, interdimensional yeah. aspect of time, right? And that it's by sequence. Yeah. It's by, time is by energetic frequency. It's moving yeah. into timing. Um, yeah. I love it. And I love what you said, the sharing. I think everybody, we transmit through the vibration of words. That activates us. All yes. of us are getting activated right now by this yes. sharing this conversation. It's not just the words, it's the energetic matrix, the design of what these words represent. And so everybody's imbibing it, and then you will yes. pass it on. You're doing it yourself. Um, yes. Right? Yeah. We're activating yeah, yeah. each other. They are. And yes. if you feel there's nobody <laughs> in your you know, circle that's activating you, just walk into passion. Look into the mirror, look into your eyes and tell yourself, hello, starship, here you are. Eyes are the way to your soul. Your soul, mind, consciousness hears you. Now you look at yourself and talk to yourself and say, wow, look at the body I'm here today into into this lifetime. Like forget about us, like, oh, man, and this is not working and that's not working. You go like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. 
talk to yourself, look it into your eyes, right? Very yeah. important. I do that all the time. That as a child. I used to do that as a child. Yes, look at yourself and activate yourself. Yeah. You have that power, that energy to transmit Absolutely. to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't just happen externally. It happens from you to you. Yeah. Well, oh you tell God, your story to yourself, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, your future yeah. self, listen to it. It's like that ego and says, well, how do I change? What do you want me to change? Well, tell yourself what you want to change and then do your work. Follow those steps that your future self actually will guide you towards to. Um, yeah. And I'm living example of it. So it works 100%. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, even this has been a absolute treat. Um, well, the same here. The time goes just fast, right? We probably speed up the time. <laughs> I know, right? Right. I could, I could keep yeah. going on. It's such amazing heart. I know. Act- activation. Starseed to starseed, heart to heart. Very beautiful. Well, you definitely have to come back. We'll dive in and um, love what you're doing. And I just appreciate okay. you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing. I mean, it's been oh. really, really a gift. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy you invited me here. And I'm so happy to share with all of those star seeds and your audience out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I would love to come back again. Yes, thank you. Sounds good. All right, Eva, you take care. Big hug. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Love and light. Take care. Oh, Lynn in the chat. I have a big mirror in my office and have people deeply staring into the eyes. Yeah. Lynn, yes, yes, Michelle and Eva. Huge activation. Yes. That's how it happens. The transmission, you carry it within you. And this is, you know, everything that you're doing needs to be from that place of activation, opening, alignment. Alignment. Wow. Okay. Eva's book, Activate Your Cosmic DNA. I always love it because rarely have star. I mean, I can tell when people are real star because <laughs> there's an there's a, there's a information beyond what they've studied or what book they've read. There's a, there's a vibrational frequency and there's a certain information. And one key to star seeds, which I don't know if Eva's still on this, but she puts, she doesn't get into policy and doesn't get something about right or wrong or that and I, I gotta tell you guys that that, that is that is the real deal. We just don't because we see so many sides and we see it playing out and we see ourselves within all other aspects that are playing out. So it's really hard. Um, you have to learn on a human level to maybe make decisions or judgments or discern or have boundaries of what's right for you. But you see you see all sides and you feel the through the heart. Um, and then ultimately, you see where things are going and what needs to happen for them to get there. So we try not to promote extremes of polarity. That's one of the things we came here to do is 